You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 194 of Take a Bell. I'm your host, Eli Tokash, and this week we have a very exciting episode. We are focusing on one show that is currently on Broadway in particular this week. Um, we have the new company of Hades Town on the podcast. That's right. We were able to chat with the new stars of the show, uh, including Jordan Fisher, Lola Tung, and Ani DiFranco. Um, and we were able to do this in person. And we were able to have about 10 to 15 minutes with each person. And I don't know, like, if obviously, like, if y'all listened to last week's episode, I wasn't sure exactly what I was going to do with the content. I wasn't sure whether or not I was just going to put it on YouTube or if I was going to do it as a, a whole podcast episode. But the way that these interviews kind of took place, um, it wasn't your typical, like, press day. I want to, I, I mean, if that makes sense. I mean, that's how I kind of look at the, the like, red carpet things um as like you know press for the show and kind of asking the same questions and blah blah blah. but i wanted to approach this as like each of them having their own episode even though it was obviously a very shortened episode um but the way that it works it it was really brilliant because it covered all different perspectives you know i mean ani uh is the founder of the record label that uh put on Hades Town first ever like original concept album and we talk about that in in the episode and how just Hades Town started and how it was created from that and how she never expected it to become what it is today and then so we talk like the history of Hades Town this is literally I'm like mapping out how this episode's about to be yeah uh, we have the history of Hades Town the show and then we have a little bit of Persephone talk in there too of course and you know her making her Broadway debut and then we literally have uh, a Broadway debut centric uh, conversation with Lola Tung and just the fact that like it's it's overwhelming to make a Broadway debut in any show just that, like at any point in your life you know whatever the fact that she's doing it at the age that she's doing it with the people the caliber of people that she's doing it with that is currently in the show um is bonkers and it's so great and this is like the first time that she's actually been able to be on a stage and, and kind of showcase that side of her talent and we talk about that um you know obviously lola tung for those of you who don't know um plays belly in the summer i turned pretty star of the show um she's so great in it and obviously we know her from the tv and now she's on the stage and we talk about the adjustments of that and making the broadway debut and everything so it's a brilliant conversation there and then we have the the white whale of mine i would say is someone who i've like died to have on this podcast i've texted so many people about how do i get in touch with this man um just to just to talk to him even like take him to to a lunch or whatever like i don't know and so the fact that i got to talk to jordan fisher um and to be able to do so for 15 minutes um it it was uh it was so uh i mean it was so rewarding like it was like a true honor to to talk to him i mean he's uh, one of those performers that are on the ben platt tiers for me 
um, one that I look up to. I obviously saw him in Hades Town, uh, like literally, like in his first week, I want to say, and um, just couldn't imagine the show any other way, even though it's so different than what Reeve Carney does. Um, but his performance in the show is so brilliant. So to be able to talk to him about that and being a Broadway veteran and now, you know, like and how what all of that took and and now being in that sort of, you know, leadership role, um, even though he's always been like a principal, you know, he was still new to Broadway and everything. So just the adjustments and all of that and just really, I mean, we broke down songs in the show scenes how he uh, approaches his character like it's such a brilliant conversation that all of these conversations are so vastly different that it was a perfect episode and and you could it wasn't all just the same thing over and over again and you could really it had had layers and it and it moved throughout the whole episode and I think the way this is edited uh, is going to show that so I, I'm just so excited to share that with you all. Um, f- first of all, second of all, if you like I mentioned, this is in person. So if you do want to watch this and literally watch us just like cackle over each other and like do whatever like just that in-person kind of vibe it is up on youtube already so go check it out you could find it at take about um podcast podcast on youtube i think take about podcast and then um or you, you know just search up hades town take about you know like whatever um you will find it i can assure you uh or you can head over to our social channels and we will have the direct link there so um very exciting stuff but before we turn it over to that, and this is solely happening on the podcast, so if you don't want to listen to the Broadway news, go straight to the interview right now on YouTube. Um, so the, now we got to talk about Broadway news because there's a good bit of Broadway news happening, um, little pieces that like I've had that's not um, necessarily like been breaking news stories quite yet um so i'm excited to share that with you so to start out i want to say that uh, appropriate is welcoming ella Beatty to the role of river uh that's uh currently being played by Elle fanning and for those of you who listened last week i mentioned appropriate is going to be moving from uh the helen hayes second stage uh theater to the belasco where how to dance in ohio was playing um and so obviously for that second kind of run that they're doing l fanning announced that she was not uh returning to the show uh obviously due to private prior uh engagements or or prior um you know contracts or whatever it may have been so um very exciting that we have a broadway debut happening here inappropriate in such a hit show that uh you know they're clearly doing well enough where they didn't need to stunt cast it and bring in another star so that's always encouraging to see shout out to the cast of appropriate and shout out to ella who's going to be taking over the big big shoes of uh l l is taking over for oh wait ella is taking over for l oh that's fun um and so yeah very exciting stuff congrats uh to to all involved over there um cool and, and speaking of i just mentioned just how to dance in ohio and everything so i want to say um you know pretty victorious uh, it was announced that it'll air on PBS's Great Performances. I'm so excited for that because I was unable to see Pearly Victorious. I had tickets uh, and I literally could not go. I had to go out of town instead to attend to family. Um, and so I'm so mad that I, I missed its run, but I'm so thrilled that it's filmed and going to be on PBS's Great Performance. Um, but I mentioned How to Dance in Ohio in that sentence because – it's rumored that How to Dance in Ohio could shortly follow Pearly Victorious. Um, they closed shortly after each other, um, so it, it would make sense timeline-wise. Um, and I did hear that, um, and well, I, I have it confirmed that uh, they did film the show, and there are plans to release it on PBS's Great Performance. So with the closing and everything, I, I can just assume that that's something to look out for if you missed How to Dance in Ohio. So beautiful show that you really should see and one you don't want to miss. It's just an incredible story that everyone should um, hear and uh, learn from, really. Um, it's it's so brilliant. So uh, 
keep an eye out for both of those. So excited for Pearly Victorious on uh, PBS's great performance. So um, moving on, we're going to talk about the Kennedy Center for a second. Um, I mean, between City Center and the Kennedy Center, I swear they're like battling each other for like who could do it better. Um, the Kennedy Center announced that they are going to be doing a production of Bye Bye Birdie. Um, I've not seen Bye Bye Birdie, so I'm very excited for it. Uh, I'm obsessed with the music. I, I've obviously listened to the cast album and all the things, um, but they have a star-studded cast uh, that's going to be performing at the Kennedy Center. Uh, headlining it, the show will be Christian Borrell, Krista Rodriguez, and Ephraim Sykes. Um, so excited for that. Also, Ephraim, Ephraim, um, I apologize. Not the best names, as you all know. Um, so yes, shout out to those three. Uh, the rest of the cast is going to be announced shortly. Um I can only presume because it's literally happening uh, June 7th through the 15th as part of their Broadway series. Uh, so a week long thing, you know, we're seeing trends of both City Center and Kennedy Center, you know, doing iterations of productions that um, we see have a lot of success um, and therefore shortly transfers to Broadway. So I don't know what this means for Bye Bye Birdie and the future of it possibly or possibly not coming to Broadway. Uh, but that'll be interesting to see. Obviously, it's got a great cast. Spamalot had a great cast in Kennedy Center. So I can, and, and obviously that transferred over Parade. Um, you know, I know that they've also done Rent and like all these other things, but um, the Kennedy Center, um, that was like they kind of confirmed that that was like a concert thing and not like a full-blown production so this is literally a part of that full-blown production series so we shall see what happens and maybe that's something to look out for i'm so excited for this production in particular because it's being directed and uh obviously led by amazing actors uh but it's being directed by brilliant uh it's my pal mark bruni who i've talked about a lot he directed me and trevor he's currently directing great gatsby the version that's literally about to open up this season on broadway that's right the bruni the brunster broadway's mark bruni whatever you want to call him is coming to broadway it, it, well is coming back to broadway and is going to be directing this incredible production of this incredible show so uh so excited for this for so many reasons uh i hope to go um sounds like a trip to dc's in in the near future speaking of the kennedy center by the way i didn't get to see just for us on uh broadway which was alex edelman's like sold out show i mean like critically acclaimed did so well everyone loved it that you like talked to um he's doing a little run uh in like next month at the Kennedy Center. So it's a couple performances that you don't want to miss if you didn't get to see that on Broadway and you're in the DC area. Um, definitely go check that one out too. Just wanted to shout that out. Um, and then my last piece of news uh, really here is uh, Taylor Swift's song, Say Don't Go, has been added to the Obsessed Diane Warren musical, which I'm so excited about. Um once again, if you're a loyal listener, you know that this is a reading that I just did uh, fairly recently. Um, I guess it was a couple months ago now, so I guess not too recent. But um, I'm very excited for this show for so many reasons, even if I if I, I, I don't know, if I'm not part of it any longer. Um, I, I am looking forward to this show and this story and, and having more people hear her story because I was just blown away. Um, so the fact that Taylor Swift is, uh, you know, possibly gonna be on broadway uh is is huge for so many reasons because we're seeing what taylor swift is doing for our economy um you know we saw what she did for the entertainment industry for sports i mean the concerts that she does everything so she can help broadway in any way possible i'm all for it i saw a lot of people on social media being like why you know what's the point like why do why should anybody care blah blah, blah. and it's just like you know Y'all, we all have the same goal here, and we're just trying to grow Broadway um, and and try to, you know, generate more um, attention, I guess, to to our little community here in in New York. So um, it's great to to see that uh, you know Diane Warren's getting uh, pretty 
pretty creative over there. I'm curious to see though, what this means and like what song that's going to be taken out or how they're going to incorporate this into the storyline. Because obviously this is a, a song that was is kind of newly released. I mean, Diane Warren literally came out and said that like, she had no idea this song was getting released. This was kind of one of the Taylor Swift vault songs um, or from the vault. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to, to see how it all works and um, excited to hear that, uh, Taylor Swift is possibly going to have a place on Broadway and in a musical. Very exciting stuff. So, um, yeah, that about wraps it up for this week's episode of, uh, oh no, not the episode of the news section of take a bow. Um, I will say, uh, congratulations there were a few casting announcements uh for full cast announcements i should say um for gatsby and cabaret uh and it was very very exciting to see some take about family members some people that i've worked with in the past friends all the things come back to or make their broadway debut very exciting um shout out to all of them if i list all of you we're gonna be here for another five minutes so um congratulations i love you you know who you are and uh can't wait to see you shine uh on broadway and hopefully interview you at the red carpet or whatever uh, very exciting stuff so uh yeah that's it for the news this week and i think without further ado we should just turn it over to this ridiculously amazing episode there's so much to learn especially for those Hades Town fans that are out there I know there are so many of you um so it's a great conversation and you're gonna learn so much about the show but also so much about them as individuals and actors and performers so um without further ado I think it's just time to turn it over to to the new cast of Hades Town um so with that being said Ani DeFranco, Lola Tung, and Jordan Fisher, curtain up. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. We're here with Ani, and she is currently playing Persephone in 80s Town on Broadway at the Walter Kerr Theater. But you've been with the show for 14 years, really? Yeah, like, you know, this in year. a weird way, yes. Yeah, right? Your record label, like, and company, produced the concept album, and you were yeah. also on the concert, concept album right, as right, the role yeah. you're currently doing. So what has the full circle moment kind of been like, and to finally make your Broadway debut with this show? Yeah, I mean, I never pictured myself uh, making any kind of Broadway debut. <laughs> um, but like you say, I have this long history with the show, yeah. since before it was the show that right. we know and love. Um, yeah, I released the original concept album on my label. Um, and, you know, I was, after that record got released, there was sort of a workshopping phase. I mean, there were, you know, again, yeah, it took 
13 or more years for it to get to where it, uh, it is now. So I did a few of those readings, you know, singings, you know, where, which were just like musical shows on stage with a band, you know, playing Persephone and uh, the, you know, the Hermes character was still being developed, the narration, you know, the songs had some had yet to be written, you know, they, it was still being formed. Yeah. And then um, Todd Sikafus, who's a longtime musical collaborator of mine, he plays bass with me for 25 at least years. Um, yes, he's also a musical genius in and of his own right. And he is one of the co-arrangers of uh, Haiti Sound Broadway. Um, so, you know, as it, as it landed at the Walter Kerr and was you know, ramping up to opening night on Broadway, I was experiencing it through Todd. You know, he'd be on tour with me, but he was in headphones. You know, he would only take his headphones off long enough to play a show, and then he's right back in with the daily revisions and the, you know, uh, tweaking the arrangements. And, you know, I mean, I was aware through him of all those last-minute choices, you know, like the song Cups, like... Should it be pre-bow? Is it too weird to do it post-bow? That's weird. Right. It's weird. Should we cut it all together? You know, just uh, uh, right up until the last minute, you know, just refining and refining what it became. And um, yeah, I got, I got to come to opening night, you know, yeah. at the Walter Kerr and just so amazed by what that level of dedication and vision can do over the course of... 13 years. Absolutely. It's been pretty crazy, huh? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, obviously, like, you were a part of the concept album, so just, like, bringing it back to that, like, when they first approached you to be like, hey, we have this concept of a musical, and, like, here's some songs, like, yeah. what was just, like, the initial reaction to it all? Well, there was no they. There was Aeneas. Oh. You wow. know, I mean, I'm just, yeah, so just to, to clarify. Well, no, I introduced her to Todd, you oh know, because so it was Aeneas, this young songwriter who I was releasing on my label because I, you know, I like to give a leg up to people like me, you know, former me, you know, yes. coming in from the outside, making music uh, from left field and needing just a home to release, you know, so Righteous Babe is like, you know, uh, that kind of label. And so Aeneas sent me a cassette. She mailed me a cassette of her and her friends and compadres in Vermont doing, you know, the very first iteration of Sound. Again, much of it yet unwritten. Um, and she said, I want to make this into a record, you know, can you help me? So, you know, I helped her gather the artists together that played the roles initially on the, the initial record and um, release it. And, yeah, that was just the beginning of so many phases yeah. of evolution. Yeah, now you've kind of seen all of the different, yeah. you know, reiterations yeah. of the yeah. show. That's got to be so cool. So cool, and I'm... And I really hats off to Aeneas because I, for somebody so young as she, you know, I I just, I put myself in her shoes and I think, man, the moment that record came out on Righteous Babe, I probably would have gone, okay, done, moving on, did it. Interesting. Or, you know, the production in the East Village or here or there, you know. I feel like if it were me, any one of those phases, I would have called end game. Um, you know, it really takes a lot to bring that many people into the process, to navigate that many personalities, mm-hmm. that many egos. It's exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> truly. I can't imagine. And watching her take that on again and again and again and invite people in and and negotiate and navigate that process to keep pushing towards this vision 
that she somehow knew were not there yet. Mm. There was still more. There's still more to do. There's further to go. Uh, it just so remarkable to me. Watching her go through that process, you know, as a music artist yourself, like, do you ever, did this kind of allow you to open the door of like, maybe I would want to write a show for Broadway or write music well, for Broadway? I, I don't know about Broadway, but I, <laughs> part of the uh, one ingredient to me saying yes and yeah. showing up here and doing this on stage, uh, this moment is because I've um, been asked or commissioned to do a piece of my own. Oh my and I thought, I don't know anything about musical theater. So saying yes to this gig would be a real learning process for me. And, and you know, that could factor into this piece that I've just begun working on. So, yeah, it's been great education, among other things. Oh also, just a thrill, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, your performance is incredible in the yeah. show. You do it so well. And those are some big shoes to fill, yeah, you know. Persephone is right. not an yeah. easy role. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're kind of like a little, I don't want to say drunk, but like yeah. kind of, you know, at yeah. the same time. But you're such an integral and sentimental part of the story all at the same time. So balancing that has been kind of crazy, I would imagine. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I feel like I'm still honing in on that balance point between Persephone's colossal, damaged, self-medicated, broken side and her, you know, the patroness of all of this, like the, the provider, the badass, who somehow, even though the world is broken and her marriage is broken and there's so much destruction and humanity is enslaved in this modern system, that's, you know, killing the environment and the actual world. Yeah. She, you know, she still keeps showing up in joy, you know, and providing and, and living in her hope and, um, you know, the promise of spring. And so, yeah, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm still honing in on, you know, I'd love for her to you know, to carry her with depth yeah. and many layers, uh, you know. I love that. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Here you are making your Broadway debut in Hadestown. Uh, what's something that you've learned? I mean, obviously, like, you're a veteran of the screen, Summer I Turned Pretty and all that. What's something about Broadway that you, like, may not have even known? Because I know you were a theater kid at LaGuardia until you were on Broadway. <laughs> um, I guess with Broadway... I mean, there are a bunch of things that I'm learning. Everyone's just like, stay hydrated, take your vitamin C, steam, just like really take care of yourself because it's, it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> so a lot of like self-care things that I'm learning for sure. Is that sort of an adjustment for you or is that kind of how you approach the on-set life as well? It's, I guess it's kind of how I've had to approach on-set life too. I think maybe, I don't know, maybe I get colds really easily. Oh, no. <laughs> but, um, um, yeah, I think a lot of it is just like, it's so much fun and it's so wonderful and it's awesome to be doing what you love, but then you're like, okay, go to sleep early, don't stay out, do all the things that you need to do to really make sure you're taking care of yourself so you can keep up that stamina, you know? Absolutely. Well, I've got to ask you about the man sitting over there. Um, I mean, we, Jordan, of course. Um, I mean, we grew up, like, watching him on Disney Channel and stuff like that. So I, I've got to ask, you know, like, what has it been like to, to work from him, learn from him by watching? And what, I don't know, like, what has that been like to create that chemistry that Orpheus and Eurydice need to have to sh share this love story? It's been so cool. I mean, he is so good at what he yeah. does and, and has been doing the show for a little longer than I have. And um, I got the privilege of, you know, to watch him and Soleil do the show together before I joined. And, and him and also some of the understudies, Balin, who's one of the fates, who's uh, a Eurydice understudy. Um, and it was so cool just to be able to be like, wow, each pairing is so different and so magical and beautiful. And there are different things that make them shine together and uh, and we didn't have many rehearsals together <laughs> um, but <laughs> I don't know but uh, it was really really easy to sort of fall into a, a natural 
rhythm, which has been so cool. And of course, I loved him in uh, Teen Beach Movie. So yeah, you know, you know, haven't said it to his face. I don't think yet, but <laughs> maybe today. No the one day. tell him. No one tell him. It's our <laughs> secret. Um, I love it. No, yeah, he's an icon, and so that's gotta be pretty cool. Um, you mentioned Saleya and kind of watching her. Like, I was curious to know, like, how familiar were you with the show before you came in, and like, did you watch Eva, like bootlegs or something? Like, how did you kind of prepare for your Odyssey? Yeah, <laughs> slime tutorials. I don't know what a bootleg is. <laughs> oh, my mom has figured out what slime tutorials are now, so that's a fun thing in our house. Um, yeah, I actually watched the show with the original cast, or with uh, Eva in 2020, February of 2020, which was awesome. And I immediately fell in love with it and learned the cast recording front to back, you know, of course. Um, so I was able to see that and then got to see Soleil do it a bunch and like it's so cool to be able to see such different interpretations that are so equally beautiful and like rich and Eurydice you know they're they're all incredible. How do you like after seeing that and everything like how do you kind of watch that and and allow it to influence your performance but at the same time make it your own? I think you kind of have to, like uh, talking with the directors and with the cast too, like uh, everything they said to us was sort of like the show thrives and sort of only works when you bring your own unique interpretation to the characters because you can't copy anyone else's work, you know, it's like it, it won't work as well and that's awesome I think that's like the most beautiful thing ever um, getting to see that's why the show is so different every night and every time there's a new cast and uh, and equally as beautiful and you just discover new things with different people and um, I even got to do the show for the first time with one of the Orpheus uh, swings who I was in rehearsal with Brandon who's awesome and I was like even this feels like a different show right now than doing it with Jordan and they're both so incredible and I love discovering new things about my character through through these different pairings and stuff like that. So it's really, really awesome. I love that. What has it been like to allow yourself, because I don't know, there's a vulnerability about live theater that like you may not even realize when you're on set. Right? Yeah. Um, so what has it been like to kind of showcase even more of your talents? Because we knew you could <laughs> act, right? But now you can sing and everyone was like, wait, she sings? You know, like, what has that been like to, to explore that and do it in front of so many people? Yeah, kind of wild, kind of scary sometimes. I think the singing of it all has always been the thing that I'm most scared about sure. Sharing, yeah you know? it's scary it's scary when people discover something about you for the first time and they're like oh my god wait a second um but it's also been really rewarding and really cool and i have i feel like i'm in the safest and best environment to do that and singing some of like the coolest most beautiful poetic music ever so like i'm i feel so lucky and um and it does feel right and comfortable because, you know, it's sort of like where I first fell in love with performing and acting and all that. So it, it's really nice. Well, you talk about singing. I've got to ask, do you have a favorite <laughs> one that you sing every yeah. night to tell her story? I mean, I said this. Okay, I think I'm going to go with all I've ever known. Okay, I think yeah. it's beautiful to watch the falling in love actually happen throughout that song. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's so good. And I hate to admit it, but I've seen some slime tutorials <laughs> of you. They're, they're surfacing on TikTok, you know? Like, But it's, it's, no, it's so good. And I'm obsessed with listening to you sing it. Your Wait For Me reprise. Oh, like, God. You, you <laughs> That's the one that I'm shaking every time. It's so good. You, you would never know. Seriously, it's so good and it's like so different, you know, and that's what we all love about it. But there, you have such a um, innocence that you bring to the role and it's just so fun to watch because I feel like it's something that we haven't really seen. And this take of the role, I mean, both of you guys, it seems like these roles were kind of made for you without even anyone knowing, you know, like it just fits y'all like a glove. It's so fun to watch, truly. Um, well, I mean, the winter of 2024 is the winter that you turned into a Broadway star. So I've got to ask, fill in the blank, you know, summer of 2024 is the summer you turned into what? What's next? Um, <laughs> a girl who stayed in her bed all the time. No, I'm kidding. The girl who um, relaxed for one. The girl who relaxed for it. No, I'm kidding. I, I love 
being up and moving. So, yeah, we'll see. I don't know yet. We'll oh see. We'll see. Well, it's so great. <laughs> Everyone go check her out. March 17th. I mean, it's a short run, a month, you know, or less than a month already left. Has um, that kind of been like a reminder of being like, hey, I've got to soak in every moment of this? Yes. And you saying it again, I was like, oh, no, in the best way, in the best way. Because I'm like, I can't believe I'm lucky enough to get to even do this for five weeks or whatever, yeah. you know. Well, it's incredible. Everyone go to the Walter Creek Theater. <laughs> go check out Hades Town. Thanks for doing this. Great so to much. see you. Good yeah, for sure. Thank you. I mean, this is crazy. We're here with Jordan Fisher, Orpheus in Hades Town currently over at the Walter Creek Theater. Um, I mean, you're you're a Broadway vet now at this point. Like, it's crazy. It all happened like back to back too within yeah, such a wild. short amount of time. You know, is it kind of crazy and do you kind of feel your Broadway kind of journey uh, change in each show that you do as you continue to be a vet and kind of more into like the leadership role instead of not so much the newbie? Yeah, that's a great question. Oh, I love you. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes, because life. Yeah. Yes, because time happens and growth happens mm. and experiences shape you and mold you and cut your teeth and in those experiences you have I'll just I can only speak singularly I can sure. only speak for myself I can't speak for anybody else in those experiences you meaning me <laughs> um, will have buildings that you go in that might not be the warmest mm. you'll have sets that you walk on where you, it's not it might not the dynamic of things the actor that you were looking forward to working with right. might not be in the best mood like it's such a constantly ever-flowing thing that yeah. we do, and life dictates so much of that. Absolutely. We're supposed to hide, we're supposed to put those things away, we're trained to do so, whatever method it is that you use, mm -hmm. lock in, become another person, serve that story, yeah. right? Serve the story, serve the audience, serve the people that are listening, serve the art, and then take your bow, yeah. and then put your clothes back on and go live life. Right. That's the part that I, life needed, my 20s needed to happen. Right. And I'm so grateful that they are very, very, very much so coming to a close here in April. Yeah. Um, because, because 20s suck, but they're also so exhilarating and thrilling because it's a lot of new. It's yeah. a lot of like new things, right? Absolutely. And yeah, 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 yeah. And so my debut happened two blocks down the way in a show that swept the globe. Yeah. And in a show that at that time was still at its peak of popularity. Mm -hmm. Only half of the original cast had left. People were still camping outside of the street. Great. It was wild. It was a wild time. That was my Broadway debut. Mm -hmm. And that was after years of training. Yeah. That was after so many, just, you know, so, so many hours, blood, sweat, tears that, that no one had seen. Only people yeah. that knew me in Birmingham or that I worked with in Los Angeles had ever seen it, that they, we had worked together. And so, you know, getting to have those experiences, getting to learn as an actor, um, now as a producer as well, like what makes the most conducive environment mm. Um, I feel like has helped me a better leader and helped me become a better leader, helped me become, uh, becoming a father yeah. has given me more capacity, more space to hold for other people, more empathy. Um, that's made me a better artist. Absolutely. I feel like, I was just telling someone earlier, I kind of wish that, I'm so grateful that Hades Town is happening at this point in my life when, uh, yeah, the amount of ex experience that I have playing a guitar, the amount of experience that I have going with the flow, manipulating, if things go awry, I can handle yeah. because I have been doing it long enough now. Right. And there's trust in that and there's yeah. faith in that where my company is concerned and my cast, the band and all of that. And that's so, 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 that's awesome. It's so exciting. Things happen. <laughs> And how you handle it is what makes you a good leader. And I wish that in a lot of ways, because I've learned so much um, in Hadestown and in, and in letting go and being okay with like, hey, this is a hard show to do. Yeah. It, I sing a lot. I'm singing high, singing hard. Yeah. And vocally, we get tired. And 
it's okay. Mm -hmm. Really, when that happens, a show ago, two shows ago, three shows ago, not so much. Yeah. I'd be going home. I'd be on social media. I'd be scroll. I'd be like, <laughs> you know, berating. I have a toddler. I have an almost right. two-year-old. I. I, I, I've worked really, really hard in Final Fantasy VII to, to get this new summoning materia yeah. that I finally have in my, in my uh, iron sword now. And like, I'm way more concerned about beating Sephiroth than I am about how somebody might have felt about a crack that I had in a show that I do eight times a week professionally. Wow, and that's not an easy thing to like allow yourself to be no, okay with, you know. But life is th these experiences right. and like the cutting my teeth and the going through the stuff has yeah. let me be able to now take things and roll yeah. with them. And, and you begin uh, to trust yourself and uh, and allow yourself to say, hey, they, like you know, I can do this, and I'm yeah. here for a reason. And I'm here you for know? you yes, too. Exactly. I'm in your corner. Yeah, yeah. I've done it. Oh my god. I know how it feels. Wasn't long ago where where I was new at it. Yeah. We can talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was like a brilliant answer, literally. Yeah. Thank you for, for going through all of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm long winded anyway. Yeah. I, was like, I, mean, I get I get in trouble. My, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I'm curious because we had kind of just talked about, yeah. you know, all these shows that you've been in, especially recently. This is a question I got to prompt him. Uh, if you had to take any of your characters that you played out to lunch or out for a night of fun or whatever, Ooh. who, what character would you want to bring? Just Broadway or yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, just 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 Broadway. I mean, perhaps. I mean, if you want to go further, you can. Orpheus would be impossible to talk to. Mm. Um, Evan would stress me out. Um, Anthony, sweet, lovely guy. He, I, he's got so I can't, I can't tutor him on the world mm. and street smarts, and I feel like taking him out for a drink would be like popular and yeah. wicked like but it would just be the entirety of our time together um so so i i'm gonna have to go with probably john lawrence wow, okay. yeah um i know he's he likes my people <laughs> and he did a lot for my people and um is Complex and complicated, like we all are, like, you know, these mythological characters that we've somehow turned, like, our founding fathers into are, are literally just are like us. Like, they're just trying to figure out what they're going to watch <laughs> that night. Like, figuring out how the freaking world works, right, you know? Truly, like, <laughs> and just, like, taking wild guesses. Yeah. That's also, hey, that's being a parent. Mm. We, we don't know what we're doing ever. Yeah. And that has helped me, like, going back and, like, working through things. I'm like... Man, my parents are awesome. Yeah. They really had no clue what to do. <laughs> and with me? Oh my gosh. I kept them on their toes. Uh -huh. Holy. And they'd already gone through so much. <laughs> yes. Like all over the place. They're making sacrifices left and right. They're taking out mortgages and they all this stuff. Yeah. I am just a nuisance. I'm a menace. Right. Oh my gosh. You know, and it's just love. It's just unconditional yeah. love. Anyway, it's like this show's a, a perfect show for me and yeah. my life right now, for my family, for. It's crazy. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. In this show, literally, I was just telling Lola, it feels like you were, like, born for this show. With your talent, with what the show is. Yeah, no, truly. Your performance in this show is unbelievable. And it's not an easy role to fill. Like, like you said, it's a behemoth of a role. It's, I mean, it's a very beloved show. It's beloved show. It's got this huge fandom. And everyone's used to, like, certain people and, you know, all of that. So it's, it's crazy. But I'm curious, you know, you talk about what being a father kind of taught you as a person and as an artist what is orpheus the role of orpheus taught you as a human and an artist oh man to to, to we're all so we're all so similar yeah i think if anything or orpheus has taught me in his recognition of his similarity to hades and how that kind of like there's a spiral in that and something that i've discovered recently that's like 
turned Epic Three into a whole new thing for me, <laughs> just in the last like couple of weeks. But there's a recognition yeah. in similarity there, yeah. right? And that's what he's able to call on, call out to, you know, towards Hades when he's like, you know, what what has become with the heart of that man? You know, now that he's king, what's become with the heart of the man? Now that he has everything, the more he has, the more he holds the greater the weight of the world on his shoulders. See how he labors beneath that load, afraid to look up and afraid to let go. So he does what he knows to do, which is exactly what Orpheus does half of act one, which is mm. keeping his head low on that stool, keeping his back bending on that stool, mining away, chipping away at this thing that could potentially bring good. Right. We don't know. Neither does Hades. He's just doing what he knows to do, which is exercising power and strength. It's defense mechanisms. We're also similar, yeah. and we do not give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm -mm. I'm here to I'm here to make no, anyone who doesn't want to hear that <laughs> yeah. mad as hell. <laughs> you, you, I can be, be, be no, hun, no, you don't. No, you don't. What about that person on the train this morning? Mm. That's crazy. What about what, what about that dude that like stunk? So you moved cars, mm. like, and and had things to say about it afterwards. Right. Like, where is the treasure inside of your chest? Mm. Where is your pleasure? Where is your youth? Where is, this can go not just to his love across the way. Where is the man with his arms outstretched to the fill in the blank he loves with nothing to lose? Unbelievable. A nice, you know, like otherworldly songwriting. Like, it's just incredible. We're all so similar. Yeah. The things that we talk to other people about that we can't stand in other people, we do that. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. It really is. Well, I'm curious because we talked about that, that kind of like act one and him keeping his head down the whole time, you know, and act two. I mean, the world knows the story, like the tragic story of Eurydice and Orpheus, yeah. but every time, eight shows a week, the gasp, the gasp. Yeah. I gotta talk about it, yeah, you know? Sure. How do you keep it fresh? Like, how do you, like, the whole cast just invites this room of a thousand plus people into Not your even world. 948, yeah. and that's what makes this place so special. It's we awesome. love it. It's so intimate. Yeah, we love it. Theater, come on, we'll sit on your lap, tell you the story. <laughs> I love it, but like, I, you know, it's so true. Like, they legit, like, you feel like you're up on stage with you guys, you know, telling this story. Like, how do you, how do you keep it fresh, and how do you, uh, I don't know, kind of welcome that while you know you're about to make them real sad? If we've done our job, real. If we've done our job, if we've done our job correctly, we have uh, suspended reality for a minute. We're all just in the underworld together yeah. for two and a half hours. You have to believe that Orpheus won't do it. Yeah. And that's my task wow. every night. You kind of approach that, you know, like saying, hey, maybe tonight is the night where I... If the show runs two hours and 35 minutes for two hours and 32 minutes, I am solely focused on ensuring that you believe fully there's, that there's no way yeah. that he could. Wow. So that, that's the mountain. <laughs> He's got chill. Yeah, that's like the every day, like with my hiking boots on, like that's the top of the mountain that I'm looking at. Wow. And then I get the slide down. There's a slide on the other side. Sure. And, it, and it lands in a, in, a, in, a, in a bed of marshmallows and peeps and hugs, and yeah. it's lovely, and that's cups, and that's the way that we get to like leave wow. with, you know, leaving everybody with a hug. It's so special. Mm -hmm. That's deserved, though. Hopefully, hopefully that's deserved. If we have done our job correctly and we're going out and we're telling a truthful show, we're being honest as creatives and artists and performers, then there will be a gasp. Yeah, and there is. Because Every night, it's crazy. Yeah. It really is, it's amazing. And you guys are very openly talk about it. You know, like you are not hiding anything about this show. No, Every from night. the rip we're like, hey, yeah. it's, 
a sad song. It's a sad tale from way back when. It's right. a sad song. We're going to tell it again. <laughs> again, it's a sad song. Yeah. Y'all do it so brilliantly. So I, no, thank you. Seriously, I'm upset. I've got to ask, you, you don't have to do this, but um, perhaps a couple octaves lower to, to preserve the chords. Um, I want to hear Wait For Me to the tune of Do You Want to Build a Snowman? But you don't have to do it. I'm going to... I'm gonna then take advantage of your offer of not doing it then um, and let us use our imagination. Well, I gotta say thank you for that, you know, video because that is literally peak childhood for me. That video changed my life. That video changed my life. That video made people go, oh, wait, what? And I'm like, hey, look, sure, yes. I'm, yeah. I love it. Well, thank you thank so you, much. Man, I Congratulations it. on everything. So yeah, yeah, of course. Go check out Jordan Fisher, Please. Orpheus and Hades. Right there. Walter Theater. Theater. Run. Seriously, this role was literally made for him, so you won't regret so it. So sweet. No, yeah. Thank we'll you. See you there. Take a bow, Jordan Fisher, Lola Tung, and Ani DiFranco. Oh my God. What an absolute blast. And literally, Take a bow to the entire company of Town because literally those three people are, yes, huge parts of the show, the stars of the show without a doubt, and they are huge names on Broadway. But Town, and one of the reasons I love it so much is, is a true ensemble piece. You know, like everyone on that stage, those three people, it's kind of like half of the cast really i mean not actually but like basically i mean those three are the same amount as the fates and then there's like four ensemble members and and uh hades and hermes of course too so i guess like a third of the cast i guess we could say but um nonetheless all of them are are fabulous and and are keeping the machine and train rolling over there at hades town um it's so great to see these people i mean thrive and good people too um you could just tell in the in the innocence in the the candidness in the um just thoughtfulness that uh they were they were willing to give me in their time with me um you know i was actually i know i was jordan's last interview of the day so um the way these things work for for those of you who don't know is these are considered press days right and when they have like big people, when a show has big people coming into the show or they have some leads replacing um, whatever it may be, uh, they try to try to get the word and spread the word out there that, uh, hey, this is this is what's going on with our show and, and whatever it may be. So they they have these people talk to people like me who have shows or or the playbills of the Broadway worlds or the whatevers of the worlds um, to, you know, just spread the word and and allow people to know like hey this person that you may be a fan of it's currently on broadway go check it out and the fact that it's in one of your favorite shows you know that's great so there's these like four or five hour days literally on a tuesday so they have a show at night um so it's about 11 to 4 12 to 5 um type of deal and you know we were chilling out there for, for a little bit, and uh, I was Jordan's last conversation today. So he'd be doing this already for four, four and a half hours um, by the time he had talked to me. Um, and so, you know, he kind of talked to me beforehand, you know. I, well, I was kind of talking to him like, you know, these days are crazy and long days and yada, yada, yada. And afterwards, we kind of talked, and he was like, you know, it felt like, I was kind of on autopilot, you know, like the brain was kind of just answering the same questions and answering them in the same way and trying to differentiate them. But like, it was hard because they were all similar questions, blah, blah, blah. So it was great to see and, and get the feedback too from, from a lot of them um, of like, thank you for asking different questions. You know, thank you for asking personal questions. Thank you for asking about performance, like in detailed related questions you know specific questions about my performance you know and all of these things so it's great to he's he, like get that feedback but i think you can really tell in in these interviews and the, the thoughtfulness of their answer um and just hearing you know 
not them ramble, but them give like these answers and then they it prompted them to think about something else and then they go into this topic and kind of move into that and both i feel like um lola and uh jordan did a lot more than ani um but ani and i were were doing completely different conversations as well because she said that you know a lot of people didn't ask her those questions either so um it was great to to get get that and kind of give you all a different perspective of of these people about this show so um thrilled uh that we were able to do this and i i can't believe that you know it a happened and and i was their last ones and like felt bad but uh it because you know i've been through those days and those days are not easy so um it was great to to hear and say uh you know have them say that uh, they enjoyed it and they were still having fun, even though it was a long day. Um, and they could, you know, feel like they could pull back the curtain even further. And that's really what we try to do here on Take a Bow. So um, that that's it. That's all the news I have for you folks this week. Or so that's it. That's 194 for y'all. And um, you know, like I said, this is on YouTube. Go. I highly recommend watching that video. Um, I've got a cute little moment before, moment after outside of the Hadestown Theater. I have um, a cute little clip that their press team sent us to kind of use to to help promote. Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to continue to do that on YouTube, but, you know, we tried it out. And if you're seeing the version that doesn't have it because we got flagged or something, it's not there right now. But I can assure you the other video is there without uh, that performance. We, we edited two just in case um we got flagged for copyright or something so um yeah that that's it and that's the the incredible episode that i have for you folks this week hopefully those hadestown fans hopefully reach y'all's uh you know that target audience and if if you are not a hadestown fan or you haven't seen hadestown or whatever i hope this inspired you to go see the show because i mean i've come on here many times and said how much i love this show and um, literally one of my favorites on Broadway right now. So I uh, highly recommend everyone go checking it out. And um, it was just an absolute blast to sit down and chat with these folks. So um, hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed creating it. And I hope that you'll follow along and, and like our stuff on uh, you know TikTok or Instagram, um, as well as YouTube. So uh, our TikTok, I see a lot of y'all are liking our Jordan Fisher uh, clips that we've posted so far. So I appreciate that. And I appreciate your support on that. Uh, got a few clips out there already over 10,000 views um, before the episode's even released. So it, it's great to, to see that. And it's so, so um, it helps, you know, everyone involved quite literally so uh thank you for doing that and uh if you haven't make sure you go check those out and uh until then we have another great episode for you folks next week and uh thrilled to be back on a take about thursday because hopefully we're bringing those back um all right thank you all so much again for listening and uh see you next week bye everyone have a great week for this episode's curtain call, I would like to recognize a few people who also deserve to take a bow. This podcast would not be possible without the help from Dory Berenstein, Alan Seals, Kimberly Garris, and the team at the Broadway Podcast Network. Next in line to take a bow are our fabulous editors, Jessica Lauren, who edits the audio of the podcast that you just listened to, and Tessie Tokash, who edits the videos and visuals for this podcast. And how about a bow for our executive producer, Chris Griner? And our final bow are extra special to the patrons, Brian Thompson, Pat McNamara, the listeners of PCC, as well as all of the other patrons for their continued support. If you're interested in becoming a patron, go to patreon.com TAB. If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure to subscribe on the platform that you are currently listening to this on, or go check out our YouTube where you can watch the episode. You can also subscribe, like, and comment on there as well. If you're more into the regular social media and want to follow us, you can do that at Take About Podcast across all social media platforms. The music of this podcast was made by Nikki Torsha and Cormac Collinon, and the logo was created by Giselle Bustos. And that wraps up this episode's Curtain Call. Thank you all again for listening to this week's episode, and I can't wait to see you next week. Bye, everyone. Have a great week. 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.